Welcome back, my friends, to Jesus Calling for December week number two. We are going to look at December 13th, 15th, and December 27th and 29th. December 13th, the topic is take time to be holy. December 15th is your longing for heaven is good because it is an extension of your yearning for me. Mm, I'm always longing for heaven, aren't you? I can't wait for that one. December 27th is I am preparing you for what is on the road ahead. And finally, December 29th, trust me with every fiber of your being. These all sound amazing. So let's jump in because God's word in your heart is the best way to live. Welcome to Jesus Calling for December 13th. Take time to be holy. I love it. Let's look at 1 Thessalonians 1.10 and Psalm 27 verse 4. 1 Thessalonians is in the New Testament and we're going to start with verse 9. And it says, For they themselves report what kind of reception you gave us. They tell how you turn to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus who rescues us from the coming wrath. And then Psalm 27 verse 4 says, One thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek Him in His temple. Take time to be holy. The word holy does not mean goody-goody. It means set apart for sacred use. That is what these quiet moments in my presence are accomplishing within you. As you focus your mind and heart on me, you are being transformed, recreated into the one I designed you to be. This process requires blocks of time set aside for communion with me. The benefits of this practice are limitless. Emotional and physical healing are enhanced by your soaking in the light of my presence. You experience a nearness to me that strengthens your faith and fills you with peace. I would agree with that. You open yourself up to receive the many blessings that I have prepared for you. You become a cleansed temple of my Holy Spirit, who is able to do in you and through you immeasurably more than you can ask or imagine. These are just some of the benefits of being still in my presence. I really like that one, don't you? And it is true. I always thought holy meant being good, but really just means set apart for a special, special service. Like this book is not used to get you from one location to another. That would be your car, right? But this is set aside to be a devotional book that gets you closer to Jesus. And so I just really like that because we just need to make sure that we know that, you know, we are holy, we are set apart. We have a special purpose. Each one of us does. And of course, God is holy and we need to just be in his presence if we want to be able to just feel his holiness and be washed and cleansed by him, right? And like she was saying, it's really important to spend time every day. You're not going to get stronger as a Christian. You're not going to understand God anymore unless you take time to read your Bible do devotions, take time to pray. So I hope today you realize that God is the most holy thing. He is definitely set apart. He is God, right? But each one of our lives are holy too. Our lives are set apart for a special purpose. And I hope you believe that today. I hope you have a great day thinking about how holy God is and, and how holy your life is and that you are set apart, my friend, for a very, very special purpose. Enjoy going out there doing your special purpose today. And I will see you back here tomorrow. 
Your longing for heaven is good. This sounds really nice. Let's look at Romans 8, 23 to 25 and Hebrews 6, 18 to 20. Romans 8, 23, we're gonna start with 22. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves, who have been the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we are saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what he already has? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. Hebrews 6, 18-20 says, God did this so that, by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of the hope offered to us may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain, where Jesus, who went before us, has entered on our behalf. He has become a high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Your longing for heaven is good because it is an extension of your yearning for me. The hope of heaven is meant to strengthen and encourage you, filling you with wondrous joy. Many Christians have misunderstood this word hope, believing that it denotes wishful thinking. Nothing could be farther from the truth. As soon as I became your savior, heaven became your ultimate destination. The phrase hope of heaven highlights the benefits you can enjoy even while remaining on earth. This hope keeps you spiritually alive during dark times of adversity. It brightens your path and heightens your awareness of my presence. My desire is that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Really good. I'm going to read that first part one more time. Your longing for heaven is good because it is an extension of your yearning for me. The hope of heaven is meant to strengthen and encourage you, filling you with wondrous joy. That is just really, really true for me. I know on hard days and bad days, I just think, okay, this is temporary. This is going to pass. I'm just going to focus on heaven. That's where I'm going to be forever. We might be here 60 years, 70 years, 80 years. If you take good care of yourself, who knows, right? But heaven is forever. So I hope we can always just be focusing on heaven in hard times because that makes the hard times easier to go through. Okay, I'm going to read this last line too. My desire is that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's really true too. You know, a lot of people just say, I just want to be happy. Well, happiness a lot of times goes up and down depending on our circumstances, but joy, joy, my friends, comes from deep down. And it's from the Holy Spirit that gives us joy. And knowing that we are saved and knowing that God is with us gives us joy in even the hardest, hardest times. So I hope today you have a joy-filled day. Remembering, number one, the Holy Spirit is filling you up with joy. Number two, God is with you. And number three, heaven is our home, not here. So no matter what's going on in your crazy world, whether it's in your life or your job or whatever, it's going to pass. And heaven is waiting for you. I'll see you back here tomorrow, unless you go to heaven. We'll see you then. Have a great day. Welcome to Jesus Calling for December 29th. Trust me with every fiber in your being. This will be good. Let's look at Psalm 40 verse 4 and also Psalm 56 verses 3 to 4. Psalm 40 verse 4 says, Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not look to the proud, to those who turn aside to false gods. 
And I love Psalm 56, verse 3 to 4. When I am afraid, I will trust in you, in God, whose word I praise. In God I trust. I will not be afraid. What can mortal man do to me? Trust in me with every fiber of your being. What I can accomplish in and through you is proportional to how much you depend on me. One aspect of this is the degree to which you trust me in a crisis or major decision. Some people fail miserably here while others are at their best in tough times. Another aspect is even more telling, the constancy of your trust in me. People who rely on me in the midst of adversity may forget about me when life is flowing smoothly. Difficult times can jolt you into awareness of your need for me, whereas smooth sailing can lull you into the stupor of self-sufficiency. I never want to be self-sufficient, do you? I want to be God-dependent, for sure. I care as much about your tiny trust steps through daily life as about your dramatic leaps of faith. You may think that no one notices, but the one who is always beside you sees everything and rejoices. Consistently trusting in me is vital to flourishing in my presence. Hmm, I like that. And, you know, back there, what we was talking about, you know, when things are good and smooth sailing, a lot of times you forget about God. And then when things are bad, you're like, oh, God, help me. You know, we cry out to him again. So it's really important just to be trusting him all the time. But I'm going to go back and read that beginning line one more time because that was a good one. Trust me with every fiber of your being. What I can accomplish in and through you is proportional to how much you depend on me. And isn't that the truth? If we're depending on God... He's going to be able to use us and to get us through hard times and to use us to help other people. So every morning, I know I've said this before, but when I wake up, I look up and I say, what are we doing today? Because I want him to know I'm depending on him, but I also want him to know that I want to give him my day. I mean, I do have a plan for things that I would like to do and I try to accomplish those things, but if there's an interruption somehow, then I just think, oh, maybe this is a God moment. I'm supposed to help this person over here. Or sometimes I have plans and God's like, nope, we're not going to do Nancy's way today or we're going to go do this other way. So it's important just to give your day to God and then just let him use you and just let him get you through things because the more we rely on him, the more he's just going to be able to help us and bless us and the better our life is going to be. So I encourage you to join me when you wake up in the morning and say, what are we doing today? And then just rely on God all day and just see what happens. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. Welcome to Jesus Calling for December 27th. I am preparing you. This will be good. Isaiah 64 verse 4 and let's look at John 15 verse 5. Isaiah 64 4. I love this verse. Since ancient times no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for Him. Don't you love that? John 15 verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. That's really important to remember, my friends. I am preparing you for what is on the road ahead, just around the bend. This will be good. We all need to be prepared, right? Because we don't know what's around the bend. Take time to be still in my presence so that I can strengthen you. The busier you become, the more you need this time apart with me. So many people think that time spent with me is a luxury they cannot afford. As a result, they live and work in their own strength until that becomes depleted. Then they either cry out to me for help or turn away in bitterness. 
How much better it is to walk close to me, depending on my strength and trusting me in every situation. If you live in this way, you will do less but accomplish more. Who doesn't want to do less and accomplish more? I know I want to do that. Your unhurried pace of living will stand out in this rush-crazed age. Some people may deem you lazy, but many more will be blessed by your peacefulness. Your peacefulness. Walk in the light with me and you will reflect me to the watching world. Wow. So many good things in there. I just love it. But I just want to back up to two little things real quick. The busier you become, the more you need this time apart with me. Isn't that so interesting? Because you think, oh, I'm so busy. I don't have time to have my daily devotion. But guess what? If you take the time to do it, and I have found this over and over again, if you give God the first five minutes of your day, he just seems to stretch your time. And he kind of seems to make other things fall in place. So I'm telling you, my friend, start with Jesus and the rest of your day will just flow much better. And then I love this line right here. Walk in the light with me and you will reflect me to the watching world. And that's so true. Whatever you are full of is what's going to spill out to the world, right? And so if we're walking in the light and we're taking time to read his word and we're reflecting on him, we're going to have his strength and his wisdom to get through the day. I know I need both of those. I need his strength and I need his wisdom. I don't know about you, but I do. So I'm hoping today that you take some time to be with Jesus. Jesus is calling, remember? Let's take some time. And just then you can reflect on him and you can be full of his presence and his peace and his strength, my friends. We all need his strength. So I hope today you are full of all those things because you've given God five minutes of your day, five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. I mean, like I said, you brush your teeth twice a day, right? Once in the morning, once at night. I mean, I hope I brush mine at lunch too. But if you can give God five minutes twice a day, you'll be amazed at how your days are just more peaceful and then how you can spread that peace and joy to other people. Have a restful day leaning on him and spreading his light to everyone. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. You can order your own Jesus Calling devotional book by going to JesusCalling.com. And I would love to answer any questions you may have about faith in Jesus. Just email me through my website, NancyJoyToYou.com. And I hope you go out and shine for him today. See you tomorrow.